is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. and We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900 or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bear of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. And we are live. Welcome, everybody. My name is Vince Taglivia, filling in for Joshua Reed tonight, who's on the road, just getting his stuff to his campsite tonight for the red pill camp out in colorado so welcome of course i'm joined by andrea kreft tonight as co-host she is the co-host on our morning show morning coffee uh, so we're happy to fill in for josh tonight and this is the daily dose we're live with you monday through thursday 5 30 p.m pacific 8 30 p.m eastern time to bring you the news as it pertains to communism coming to america the unfolding global conspiracy the globalist plan to take over the world, usurp our rights, do all these things that we are watching unfold and try to piece it all together to understand what's happening, to better ourselves, to position ourselves in positions of success and fearlessness and righteousness and a positive future for 
us, our families, our neighbors, our country, and the world. Yeah. Andrea, good evening. It's been a while. I mean, our second show for the day. How cool is this? Right? I know. I usually only get to see you once a day, and today it's twice. And lucky me. Lucky you, and lucky me, lucky and you. lucky Red Pill family. That rhymes. <laughs> Look at you. You're a poet and don't know it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I should start a career in uh, rap. <laughs> I can't see it, but you go try it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we have... Uh, <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, somebody said it's like iced coffee, only it's still really hot here, so it's not really... It's like warm iced tea, I guess. That works. I have water. Um, <laughs> I have water, too. Let me do this. I want to... Boom. How's that? There we go. Patriotic backgrounds initiated. As you guys know, we have... Uh, I see you guys are filtering in there all to our live channels. DLive, Rumble, Pilled, Clout Hub, Facebook. Uh, Telegram. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you're tuning in later from the future on the audio podcasts, thank you, and shout out to you guys. Those numbers are absolutely just uh, the opposite of our declining recession-like economy, <laughs> and those numbers are through the roof, so thank you guys so much <clears throat> for uh, subscribing over there and downloading the show. Um, as you know, we have the Battle of the Streams going on where you guys can support during the live show by donating on DLive or <clears throat> Rumble or Pilled with a message. We will be monitoring that as the show goes on and give you some acknowledgments and read your messages. Thank you so much for everyone who does do that. That helps us keep the ball rolling with everything Red Pill Project does, all of our projects, traveling, events, everything. So we appreciate that so much. Without you guys, we couldn't do it. Um, we're suppressed. We're, you know... We, they don't want us to keep going, and without you guys, we couldn't. So thank you so much. Um, also, shout out to all the Red Pill family members out there who have subscriptions over on the Social Red Pill. Socialredpill.com, our private social network, where we all convene and uh, have a safe space <laughs> to be ourselves, share information, share stories, whatever it may be. So yeah. thank you all. Um, and please join us at socialredpill.com if you haven't already. It's a good time. It's fun. There's lots of people there. there okay. We have Zooms. We have Friday Fringe. We got all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. So if you're not there, it means you're a square. Damn Sorry to code. say it, but yeah. it's never too late to join. It is. That's very true. You can still join. There's still time. We're still letting people in. <laughs> so um, get on over there and sign up. So That's thank the you right all. part of me. Um, also, if you don't want a subscription and you don't want to go to these, uh, to put your information on these live streaming sites to donate, we have a Give, Send, Go campaign that's active right now. Uh, you guys have been supporting us through that as well. It's just another means to uh, satisfy the needs of, you know, everyone wants to do it differently. So you can go to Give, Send, Go at redpills.tv slash go. That's the website you could go to and check out that campaign and donate once. That's redpills.tv slash go, and we appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Um, all right, with that said, we're going to go into this, the global unfolding conspiracy. Holy mackerel, we've been watching this unfold for two years, and it's just been pretty intense uh, roller coaster and yeah. just a lot of... Um, lot of events that have that have unfolded over these two years and it seems like as we get into the last few months of this year it's just in my the way i kind of feel is it's 
really coming to this precipice point. It's getting crazy. We have World War Three. We have just this dystopian, weird 1984 world, the redefining of words across the dictionary, and uh, society's in a really weird place. So, yeah. it's just... That's absurd. probably the one thing that weirds me out the most, is the redefining of words. Yeah. And the changing of our language and the hijacking of the meanings of things, you know, because that's what they've been doing, right? I mean, totally. they've been doing it all along, and it makes you wonder how many times in history have they done this before. And yeah, uh, we've, we've, I think we've lost a lot in, in doing that, and it's sad because words don't mean the same thing as they used to mean, you know, even 50 or 100 years ago. Yeah, it's a powerful tool in their toolbox to to disrupt our um, communication and our our unity. And it's more than just changing the definitions. It's getting society to accept those changes unwittingly. Yeah. You know, and that's the problem when you dumb when you affect the education system and you dumb down society like we've done. Um, people are more susceptible to falling for that and not even realizing that it's happening to them. Yeah. Yeah, they're victims of psychological warfare. As all of us probably have been or still are to a certain extent. I'm not going to pretend like I haven't been uh, tricked. Right. This is why I try to hammer home to my, my kid all the time how important it is to have a really good grasp of the English language and words and understand what it is that you're reading. It's not just the ability to read, yeah. but understanding what it is that you're reading and knowing what those words mean. Absolutely. And where information comes from and the narrative, what's actually going on, who benefits from certain things, where, yeah. who's funding it, where, you know, follow the money. All these things are things that we definitely do. And a lot of our listeners do phenomenally and people that do this we try to follow and help us it helps us keep put all these puzzle pieces together sure. and then with the elections coming up at the end of this year it's just another maybe <laughs> maybe exactly they're scheduled to come up <laughs> it's just another right. thing another thing on the horizon that is just adding to the dystopian weirdness of the times we're living in um because of how it appears you know like you said maybe what if the you know the elections might not even happen, um, depending on what's going on? And we'll get into all that. But we also have the weird uh, climate change stuff, and the new world order, and the smart cities, and um, all this weirdness. I found this video digital tracking exactly digital tracking complete control. It's like complete control over society in these smart cities it's creepy it's like a movie and i have this video that i found that is super creepy that i uh want to share with you i like super creepy (laughs) oh shoot hold on did you lose it no i didn't i just want to share it with you as well oh thank you i appreciate uh uh oh here we go we're good This is called Neom City, Um, and I'll just play the video. For too long, humanity has existed within dysfunctional and polluted cities that ignore nature. 
Now, a revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint, designing to protect and enhance nature. The line will be home to 9 million residents and will be built with a footprint of just 34 square kilometers. And we are designing it to provide a healthier, more sustainable quality of life. The line's communities are organized in three dimensions. Residents have access to all their daily needs within five-minute walk neighborhoods. And the line's infrastructure makes it possible to travel end-to-end -end in 20 minutes with no need for cars, resulting in zero carbon emissions. By leveraging AI technology, services are autonomous, saving you time and effort. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, 170 kilometers long, and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. Intelligent solutions create efficiency and year-round temperate microclimate with natural ventilation. Energy and water supplies are 100% renewable. The line is designed as a series of unique communities, offering a wealth of amenities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature with 40% of the world accessible within six hours at the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive like nothing on earth seen before. The Line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world. Uh, that's disturbing. You didn't like it? No. I would, you, you couldn't, you, nah, no. I'd rather die than live there. I'm yeah, sorry. Could you imagine? This is like from a, this is like the intro to um, a sci-fi movie where like right after this, everything just goes haywire and fuck gets well, really messed up. Did you notice in their video too, that everything outside of that city is just dead. There's no life whatsoever in it. Desert. Yeah. You know why that is? Is because despite what they tell you, you need carbon emissions for life to thrive. You you have to. You have to have carbon dioxide. That's what trees and plants use to yeah. create oxygen. It's part of the natural processes here on Earth. It is. And the, the Earth has a way of being able to regulate itself. Um, and the more carbon dioxide that is in the atmosphere the more trees and plants are able to grow and thrive. They grow bigger, they grow stronger, and the more oxygen they produce. <clears throat> the, um, actually, you know, the worst greenhouse gas, as far as if you're looking at it on, on a level of worse, right? Or the most okay. harmful, I guess, is actually oxygen. Hmm. Oxygen is the most harmful greenhouse gas there is. Kills us. Well, I, I don't, you know, that's one theory, right? I mean, <laughs> we breathe it in and we eventually die. So, yes, it kills us. But um, it actually is the most dangerous um, greenhouse gas out there. Hmm. It's the one that produces the most harm as far as um, that goes. Now, carbon dioxide, of course, is poisonous to human beings. But isn't it funny that we exhale carbon dioxide? So, it's just, you know, stuff like this when I see it, it's super creepy. 
I don't want. And when they create something like that, they're creating a false environment. They're creating everything. So they have complete control. It is. It is a hundred percent a prison. So creepy, man. You go where they want you to go. You do what they want you to do. And I love how they are like, and they're unique little communities. And so if if your social credit score is bad, do you get sent to the ghetto of that community? Probably. You know? I mean, everybody is a good little slave. Yeah. Meanwhile, all of the uh, our our rulers are living in these fabulous beachfront mansions, enjoying right. everything that true nature has to offer, while they rule over us. And they don't even have to do anything to rule over us. This is precisely the thing that they they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, this is crazy. Equitable views. That's my favorite part. Right? (laughs) You know, again, that goes into the social credit score thing. You get, if you, um, and you know, here's the thing is you probably don't get any kind of view at all because the view outside of that city is exactly the same. The view that you get is the picture that they project on the piece of glass (laughs) that makes you, it makes it appear that that's what your outside looks like. Imagine, yeah, they could do that. Right, and if your if your social credit score is bad and you live in the ghetto, you get to look at a factory and be reminded about how terrible a human being you are. Yeah, this is the dystopian future they want, and it's going to be good for you. You will own nothing and be happy. They they sell it like it's something to be desired, and the sad part is, is there are people out there that actually probably want this yeah they're like it's 100 percent renewable and i'll be doing my part to save the planet killing no turtles killing no whales and because it won't even matter if any of those things exist because they won't and that's the truth of it you you start implementing this kind of stuff and all of that stuff will go away you have to remember we were designed to be a part of nature yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Wow. What a mess. So let's look at the financial collapse that's leading to their perfect line city situation. Um, the Dow went up today as Powell hints the Fed could slow the pace of the rate hikes that we've been seeing. And as I poo-pooed on this morning, I'm sorry for that, but they did end up raising the rates 75 points today 75 basis points it just hadn't happened as of this morning when we were covering it not yet and i was like it hasn't happened yet and i was like overboard. it probably is going to be that and it did happen right (laughs) but then they say they're going to start slowing that down and that's interesting um we'll see but uh at the end of the day nasdaq went up four percent which is interesting yeah that is kind of interesting and uh, of course, all of the redefining words they've been this week trying to redefine recession. Ducey got his question in today to Jean, Jean Pierre, the useless uh, White House. Everywhere. Yeah. Jen Psaki's, uh replacement here. Flapjack Patty. What did I say? Jen Psaki? Yeah. Flapjack Patty. This yeah. one doesn't have a name either. She's just Flapjack Patty's replacement. <laughs> I don't know if it's Jean or John or what. Whoops. But here's this video. It's pretty funny. Just absurd. 
Um, I do. Hold on one moment. Where we are today. If things are going so great, though, then why is it the White House officials are trying to redefine recession? No, we're not redefining recession. If we all understand a recession to be two consecutive quarters of negative GDP growth in a row, and then you have White House officials come up here to say, no, 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 that's not what a recession is. It's something else. How is that not redefining recession? Because that's not the definition. That is not the definition. Brian Deese said in 2008, of course, economists have a technical definition, which is of a recession, which is two consecutive quarters of negative growth. I can tell you this. And yesterday said two, two negative quarters of GDP growth is not the technical definition of a recession. It is what not. Changed? It is not. Why did he say that? It, it was? is not. I can I can speak to I can speak to you to what he said yesterday in front of all of you, which is the last thing that you just repeated. There are many factors. There are many factors, economic factors and indicators to consider, uh, and. I will say that uh, the textbook definition of recession is not is not two negative quarters of GDP. We have a strong labor market. We have business. Blah 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 blah. She is blah, the most blah, awkward speaker I've ever seen in my life. She's terrible. She is. She's worse than Flapjack Patty. <laughs> That's <laughs> she just. She's just all over the place. She can't sit still. She's um um um. Well, I can speak to. She has no independent thought whatsoever. It's like, please, can we please bring Flapjack Patty back? Oh, no. They're both worser than the last. Oh, yeah, definitely. Which is, I, I mean, understand grammatically incorrect. <laughs> worse than that. <laughs> it's okay. We still, I will forgive you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we all want Kaylee, Kaylee back, but um, Kaylee's on the bigger and better things. The important so, thing is... The important thing, yeah, Kaylee was amazing, but the important thing about these speakers is that they are completely on board with corruption and world domination and uh, supporting the narrative p put out by the globalists. Otherwise, they won't get their checks. So, um, you know, Biden probably sniffed them and they're stuck in these positions. They're probably victims of this just like everybody else. Um, who knows? But yeah. Redefining recession. And I'll just say this. I believe we are in a deep recession. I believe it's going to get worse. And uh, I don't care who says what words mean or whatever. That's my belief and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, exactly. You know, and I think we're headed for a depression, quite honestly. Well, it certainly is depressing already. So whatever. Let's oh, redefine yeah, depression. This is a depression. Yeah, we're it's in official. a depression. Now we are officially <laughs> in a depression. Yes, Vince and Andrea have now <laughs> redefined the word depression, and this is what we must use. <laughs> it's actually See, double. we can do this too. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, we could call it a depression, we could call it a recession. What I'm calling it is Brandon's Golden Age. I like that. Thank you. I keep forgetting that you've renamed it that. Yeah, so hashtag Brandon's Golden Age on Twitter. That's going. Yes. We're starting it. We're doing it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, this uh, economy is going through the ringer. We'll see mm -hmm. what happens. We're keeping a close eye on it. We're, I think GDP numbers come out tomorrow, I believe. So we'll, we'll cover it on Morning Coffee or tomorrow on the Daily Dose, which, by the way, I think I forgot to mention. We have a very special guest on tomorrow's Daily Dose. It, it is, is not me. Not Andrea. It is none <laughs> other 
than Jason Reed. Yay, Jason's down. So tune in tomorrow night to see myself and Jason Reed discuss all of these events, what we've been seeing unfolding, what has unfolded tomorrow, and get into it. I'm super excited. We all miss Jason, so please tune in tomorrow. It'll be a good time. Yep. It'll be a good time. I'm looking forward to watching it. Heck yeah. Can't wait. I was so happy when he's uh, committed. I was like, yes, Yay. yes, yes. <laughs> Awesome. So fortunate. So, uh, before we get into the rest of it, let's take a break real quick. Let's give some shout-outs to our Red Pill family. We've got um, Dave Beck donated two ice cream. Thank you, Dave. Dave, Allie D, five ice cream. Lightseeker J, two ice cream. So many ice creams. Thank you all. A dollar. Uh, who's this from? I forgot. Yeah, Gump donated a dollar. He said it's a... Uh, no, Josh again, smiley face. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> I hope he's okay. Yeah, Josh is doing great. He's just traveling and getting him situated at the camping trip, so everything's fine. I think he actually Thanks. just got there. So. Oh, good. He just arrived. Perfect. If Josh is watching, hello. Shout out to Josh, the the, Hi, the Josh. CEO of the Red Pill Project. Uh, Our fearless leader. Yeah, the international businessman and CEO of Red Pill Project. And he do, who doesn't make, obviously, very good decisions, because look who he's got running the show tonight. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Ah, <laughs> uh, sucker. <laughs> yeah. we, we might give it back to you when you come back. We're not sure yet. <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> we have um, another donation here from RPG35734 Lemon. Thank you so much, RPG. We appreciate it. You're the best. And then Nate with a huge gift of five one month subscriptions to users on the D live channel. That is awesome. Nate. Thank you so much, dude. We appreciate it. Uh, shout out to Nathan Nathaniel's barbershop, the best barber in Sioux Falls. Um, and then love the beach three ice cream. Thank you all so much. This, uh, this means so much to us. If you're over there on rumble, please hit that rumble, uh, plus sign. We appreciate that. That keeps us good. And, uh, we're at 12 right now. Let's try to get up there to 17 and beyond. That will just, we're happy now, but our happiness will exceed its current levels if we get there. So <laughs> please hit those plus signs. Anyway, let's get into it. What's going on? The Biden administration. They're not stopping. Josh, Josh called it. Okay. They're going to, they're going to announce a... Um, they're going to declare a monkeypox health emergency. That's yep. the plan. Mm -hmm. And why? Well, remember Directive 51? Oh, yeah. This gives him emergency powers. Yes, it does. And he actually just recently renewed the public health emergency for COVID as well. So we will be uh, under two public health emergencies. So I don't know if people understand that or not, but there's two of them out there. So because they keep they keep renewing the emergency for COVID, and they have since Trump instituted it, or yeah. stated it, and they just keep renewing it because it keeps giving them emergency power. So he's he has emergency powers right now, but what how that is affected if you're under two health emergencies? I don't know, but I guarantee you they're going to take advantage of it just more ammunition more fear-mongering to the sheep that fall for this nonsense it's sad so get ready y'all get ready take care of your health they're trying to you trick know, us scare us 
Do you ever wonder if that New York um, nuclear attack PSA that they put out is part of that too? If they're ramping up for something along those lines, a, a big false flag event where they would have, they would be able to lock everything down. Because look what happened after 9-11, right? I mean, our whole world changed. Stopped. The world and stopped for a second. Yeah. And so if that happens again and he gets, and this happens under him, and he gets absolute power, he ain't giving it back. No. I don't yeah. think they plan on giving power back as it stands. No. Yeah, so no. that's why they're doing this stuff. You're right. So people are pointing this out that um, Biden is a little creepy and weird lately. Look at this video that someone sliced together. It's um, a back and forth of a couple of his speeches over the last couple days pay attention to his physical appearance and his voice it's just odd okay i'm not saying i don't know what the hell this is but check it out folks as we fight inflation you can't be pro-insurrection and pro-cop bringing down gas prices is a big part of the job you can't be pro-insurrection and pro-democracy you can't be pro-insurrection and pro-american and here's the good news gas prices have dropped every day this summer that's more than 40 days in a row. Donald Trump lacked the courage to act. We now have 40,000 gas stations in the United States where the price of gas is $3.99 or less. The brave women and men in blue all across this nation should never forget that. How do we get the price down? Well, the new report today shows that... Our Folks, as we fight inflation, you can't be pro This is not the same person, I don't think. <laughs> I think they've got... You know what I think? What? And maybe this is the conspiracy part of me. Okay. But I think they've got a an actor that they're putting in costume. Yeah. To do this on those days where he's not able to function. Maybe. Or drugs, maybe. I don't know. It's definitely not drugs because the person, you can tell, like, his eyes, he's got the wrinkles around his eyes, and they're kind of sunken in, you know, which happens with old age. Um, and he's got the um, age spots on his face, and the other one doesn't have that. So there's a lot of differences in his physical appearance. His face is more fuller in some of them. Um, Look at him from even, 10 years ago compared to today. It's just right. weird, man. But I think that... I think they're using an actor that they're putting in costume because they've got all all kinds of you know yeah it wouldn't be the first time. special effects artists and makeup artists and stuff they could do all kinds of stuff yeah it wouldn't be the first time a government used an actor to mimic a right political so I think that that's what they're doing maybe you know and because I think that there's days where he can't function and they can't let people know that yeah even if they spike the jello he's just. Bleh. Yeah, I mean that on the days you can tell you, and you can listen to him and tell that he's struggling. Like on the one, you know, where he's like, "There's forty thousand gas stations all across the nation where it's three ninety. He's struggling to talk. You can hear it in his voice. You can hear like he's like the, he's saying words, but they don't make any sense to him. Like there's no connection there. And the other guy, you know, doesn't have that in his voice. His voice so, is all weird and fucked up too. It, it is really weird, and so they've got voice modulators, and they've got. And I'm not saying they're using any of that, and I'm not saying this is what's happening, but it certainly it's does odd. make one wonder. 
yeah. It's just weird, y'all. And this is why people come up with these conspiracy theories of clones and weirdness and all this. But I don't know. I'm not saying that's the case. I'm just saying yeah. WTF. Yeah, exactly. Um, and seeing stuff like this kind of brings those differences to the forefront. Seriously. So um, I saw this come out. U.S. traffic fatalities skyrocketed, skyrocketed across the board in 2020 and 2021, reaching the highest level in decades according to federal agency. Yeah. Terrible. And, and, and they kind of, they do, they label it correctly as vaccinants. Vaccinants. Yeah. And they predicted it, that this would happen. And it has, it's likely due to the jabs. What else could it be? Right. And nobody's talking about it because they're just, they're traffic accidents. Oh, they died in a traffic accident. They're not looking into the cause of why they died in that traffic accident. They just, oh, they died in a traffic accident. Yeah. Just another thing indicating the health emergency that we're actually in, which isn't COVID. It's not monkeypox. It's um, it's the healthcare system that doesn't care for your health, and it's the um, uh, food companies that are perpetrating obesity and unhealthiness, uh, yep. which is the real health crisis in the world. Going back to the monkeypox, can I touch on that? Something for, that I just thought of for that for a second. Oh yeah. So there's about. 3,000 cases, 3,500 cases of monkeypox in the U.S. so far, right? And that's been over the course of a couple months, or that's what they're saying. Okay. There, I saw a report today that said that there was a thousand new cases reported to the CDC just today. Yeah, I saw this. That's a third of the total cases in the U.S. that we have. Sure. And... It's, it makes you wonder, and so we know that they're ramping up testing and they're ramping up vaccines for this and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think a lot of that's to perpetrate that fear. You know, they weren't, there wasn't as much testing and I don't even know why you would need to test for that. Honestly, I mean. I think it's just a money scam for it pharmaceuticals is, is. largely. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did think it was interesting that there was a thousand new cases reported just in one day. They were like, this is the largest increase ever. I, yeah, uh, this monkeypox narrative has me stumped. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah, I don't either. It's weird. I just thought that was really strange and wanted to mention it. It's hard to say until we see it, right? I haven't seen yeah. a lot of, I haven't seen really any credible information on this. It's all just. I haven't seen anybody with monkeypox. And yeah. I mean, granted, I live in a state that's not that's fairly sparsely populated, but I haven't seen anybody with monkeypox. Yeah, and it's. I have no idea what to even say about it, honestly. I think it's, I don't, I think I it's a conspiracy. Agree. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah, I would agree. Anyway, uh, we can move on. Yeah, you know, go woke, go broke. You know what they say. And um, mm -hmm. Disney is having their fair share of backlash from the woke crowd. It's pretty interesting. Yeah, so is uh, Netflix is running into the same thing, I think. Oh, really? Well, Disney is running into it because they won't um, they won't air pro-abortion ads. Really? Yeah, so Democratic the Congressional Campaign Committee tweeted, Hulu's censorship of the truth is outrageous and offensive. Voters have the right to know the facts about MAGA Republicans' extreme agenda on abortion. Hulu is doing a huge disservice to the American people. Suddenly, the left is so concerned with the censorship. Oh, sorry, that's the end of the quote. And it, the article says that suddenly the left is so concerned with censorship. <laughs> Spreading the truth. That's interesting about Hulu. I didn't know that. Yeah, so they're refusing to play certain political ads, 
probably to keep viewership, but the left is putting out things like this. I canceled my Hulu subscription, and I hope that others will do the same. I will not patronize anyone who does not avidly support women's rights. Uh, the women's right to murder fully developed babies up to uh, birth, that is. And after. That's what they really want, is yeah. after. Yeah. Um, sick. There's so, some. I think there's some places that allow 30 days after. I will say this. Find it within yourself to cancel your Hulu subscription, not because they won't air these ads, but because they're crooked and corrupt, and they don't care about us, and we shouldn't be giving them money. That's my opinion. I don't care how good their shows are. That's my opinion. Some of us don't have that kind of strength, Vince. Highly recommend it. And I know people have kids, they're like, you don't understand. Do you know what it's like to have a kid with nothing to watch? <laughs> or whatever. Oh, I do all the time, because my kid's currently grounded from TV for the most part, or he was. So, no, I guess he's not anymore. I don't know. He's grounded know, on and off all summer long. If we long. stop using their junk, they're screwed. Especially in unison with the left protesting and boycotting. Oh, beautiful. So right? beautiful. Well, it's funny when the left does it, and it doesn't really make a dent too much in these companies. They're like, meh. You know, when the right does it, you know, they go broke like Netflix has. So it's uh, an interesting dynamic to watch. And it really, I think, goes to show you the numbers of people who this affects and, and how many people support these kind of things. So the left don't have the numbers that they think they do. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Is there a fly or a bee in here? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I don't have a bee in here. Uh-oh. All right, well, I'm just going to go. Don't on. get stuck. If it lands on you, just leave it alone. If yeah. you don't bother it, it won't bother you. It was just I mean, flying BLM. right in front of my face. BLM, Bug Lives Matter. Bug Lives Matter. I'm hijacking that shit. I'm Bug Lives Matter. I'm going to eat it in the name <laughs> of Klaus. No, no, don't eat it. <laughs> don't eat the bug. Uh, we still have Dutch farmers rising up. Big time. They're going nuts. They're, you know, I'll give it to them. The Dutch are way more badass than I originally thought. <laughs> like you don't ever hear anything about the Dutch, but I, I'm really sure. I really. Kind of uh, setting hay on fire on the side of highways, dumping in, in manure. Yeah, dumping manure, blocking. interesting there good for them you know and this is what we need to do yeah you know we need to stand up and we need to say no you're not going to do this to us we're not going to do it we're not going to do it you know the other way that they can do this too is to keep planting their field of course i, I know it's hard because if you can't get fertilizer then you know it's obviously a problem so that's where this stuff like this comes in handy but. Uh oh yeah you know, just keep doing what you're doing and don't consent. Quit giving them your consent. Totally. Yeah. Agreed. What the hell? Oh my gosh. I screwed up my... What did you do? Oh, I have issues. Whatever. Um, moving on here. We've got a interesting thing as far as the, on the health topic here. And uh, let me share it with you. 
Andrea, this is this is pretty fascinating. Just more confirmation about these uh, deadly jabs. Phil Saker on Twitter said, "Quote: I don't know what he's quoting." Oh, here we go. From probabilityandlaw.blogspot.com 2022. They said, quote, In all 32 years of VAERS reporting, a total of only 9,754 deaths and 878,053 adverse events were recorded for all other vaccines combined. So, in just 18 months, three times as many deaths for COVID vaccines have been recorded than in 32 years combined for all other vaccines. Yep. Holy smokes. And that number is going to keep increasing. This is the real, the real pandemic, the real genocide, the real problem is the vaccines, clearly, by the VAERS data. And you know, the sad part is, is not all of the, all of the vaccine-related deaths are even reported to VAERS. So they're not even getting all of the information. They're only getting a mm. portion of the data that they you know because oh yeah if somebody dies in a car accident because they've got you know had a reaction to the vaccine it gets reported as a you know a car accident fatality not a vaccine related injury plus they don't even get reported at all into theirs uh, i guess that's kind of your point yeah yeah that's my point is they're not they're not even looking at all the data if you if you can actually see the true data on that they would literally be calling they would be calling it the genocide that it is yeah and people would be rioting like you couldn't even imagine that's why this information is so suppressed the numbers are probably 10 times as high i would guess and theirs says something like maybe even more than that theirs says something that this is a small fraction of the actual events that occurred i think it's like one to three percent so wow wow holy mackerel so way more than 10 times as bad like uh likely yeah holy mackerel what else do we got here uh this was cool uh 96 percent of u.s temperature data is corrupted by placement near heat traps according to a study mm-hmm. this is pretty interesting here um let me yeah if you put your thermometer in a place where it's going to get the hot afternoon sun yeah it's going to record a hotter temperature than what the ambient air temperature is yeah so what you want to do is put it somewhere like under a deck where it's not going to be in the direct sun or in a spot that's super hot don't put it next to your dryer vent well this is data that's utilized for um climate change studies and things like this they found that a lot of it's um placed in locations that are kind of biased and abnormally hot that somebody's looking at the data and they're seeing temperatures in the 90s and hundreds and they're thinking this seems abnormally high what's actually going on and they found that they're usually using um tricks they're using tricks to get the data to see it will say one thing and i say this about climate change data all the time it's a freaking scam it is and they manipulate the data yep yeah, we looked at the data from the 1300s until now, and the temperatures rise 1.5 degrees. Oh my goodness! Give us all yeah, your they're, freedoms. They're just not going to tell you that there wasn't any, you know, blacktop roads in the 1300s like there is now. That's not even and it. They, I know, but I'm just using it as an example. You could, if you take a temperature reading near a blacktop road, oh. you're going to get a higher reading. Than okay, you would I see. take it like in the grass. 
Yeah. So my, my point is, is that there are definitely ways of manipulating this data. Like, and this is just an example of something like that. Yes, I, I see what you're saying. But my problem with it is you can't tell me the temperature was in 1700 by looking at a tree ring or an ice core sample or anything like that. You're, it's baloney yeah. pseudoscience that is speculative at best. And scientists need to step up and do better with their reports and their data collecting and all this because we're not idiots. And in the future where truth prevails, you're not going to have a job. Yeah, exactly. Stop the corruption. Stop the lying. Stop the BS. We're better than that. Stop the um, propaganda because that's really all yeah. it is. Yeah. I don't care how much money, you know, somebody wants to give me to lie. I'm just not going to do it. I'll just be poor. I'm not either. Um, dude. So, you know, Leah Thomas. Not Leah Thomas. Sorry. Gosh. Sorry. I'm wrong oh, trans. Oh, uh, uh, Brianna. No. What is her name? Brenner. Um. I just saw this earlier. The basketball player? Yeah, the one that's in Russian prison. Yeah, so we have a development. Brittany Griner. Brittany Griner. Biden agrees to prisoner exchange Griner for merchant of death terrorist. President Joe Biden is offering to exchange a known Russian terrorist for WNBA star Brittany Griner. In February, Griner was detained by Russian authorities in Moscow's Sheremetyevo airport after vape canisters containing cannabis oil were found in her belongings. A month later, on July 7th, Griner, Griner pleaded guilty to drug possession and smuggling into a Russian court. In Russia, the penalty for such a crime is up to 10 years in prison. According to an exclusive report from CNN, commie news network, fake news media, the Biden administration has been debating how to handle the situation for months and has finally come to a solution. Three anonymous sources claim that the Biden administration is offering to exchange Russian arms trafficker Victor Bout for the two-time Olympic gold medalist and Phoenix Mercury star. The Department of Justice is reportedly opposed to Biden's decision to release Bout, but the president's authority overrules any opposition from the department. In, th in 2011, Bout was convicted on charges of terrorism, according to, the, according to the Associated Press. His crimes have afforded him the nickname Merchant of Death. The Russian attempted... The Russian attempted to sell tons of tens of millions of dollars of missiles to the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Cambodia. The military was planning on using the missiles to shoot down U.S. military helicopters. Quote, Today, one of the world's most prolific arms deals is being held accountable for his sordid past, the Attorney General of Eric Holders, of Holder said back in November 2011, according to the Daily Wire. Victor Bout's arms trafficking activity and support of armed conflict have been a source of concern around the globe for decades. Today, he faces the prospect of life in prison for his efforts to sell millions of dollars worth of weapons to terrorists for the use in killing Americans. So, who knows what Russia will say. Uh, I think they actually are offering... I read another story that said there were two individuals that they wanted to Yeah, trade. I did too. So we'll see what Russia says, but this is the worst negotiator we've ever seen. It's like the Biden cram family is not, they're not politicians. They're just crooked, no. crazy. It's people. not like this, this person's a war hero, you know, and did some great service to their country. The only reason that they're an Olympic gold medal winner is because they're a dude. She's a oh, yeah. dude. True. That played in the women's Olympics. True. So she competed to get congratulations, Mr. Greiner. 
you can win against women like most men can. That's something to be super proud of. <laughs> yeah, so this is now, really wonderland. You know, regardless of how you feel about cannabis, because I'm all for the legalization of it, but um, she smuggled it into Russia. Like, first off, you don't even... How she got through the airport with that is beyond me. But the fact that she got into Russia and then got caught in customs. <laughs> yeah. This is my and then, thoughts. Yes. Why? No, I've never heard of any other American given this type of privilege for breaking a law, a, any law, regardless mm -hmm. of agreeing with the law or not. Look at Japan. Japan has similar things. Uh, strict laws. Um, yeah. This isn't normal, man. Why does he get special privileges and is equated to being a fair trade with a terrorist? Because it's all about being woke. That's what this boils down to. That's what this equates to. Because he, she came out and said, my human rights are being violated. I'm suffering human rights abuses over here in Russia. Oh, they yeah. didn't read me my Miranda rights. I'm sorry. That's um, specific to the United States, not Russia. Which, this isn't a worldwide thing here. Which is ironic. Why? Because she doesn't want to listen to the national anthem. <laughs> and she thinks the United States is racist and homophobic. And she thinks that the United States is one of the worst countries to live in. And she said she hopes she never hears the national anthem for the U.S. ever again. And I'm like, well, you got your wish. Yeah. I don't, so, I don't know what you're so upset about. After all that, <laughs> now they're wishing they're in America and had the rights that they have here. Exactly. I want my rights to be had back home. She wasn't allowed to get an attorney. I'm sorry. The right to get an attorney is an American privilege. I hope Russia you know, If they don't have that in Russia, then I don't know what to tell you. Sorry I hope, for your luck. I hope Russia laughs. I do too. Or they just publicize anything that's because them. Here's the funny part about this. Is in the United States, if she was to go to prison here, she would be housed in a women's prison. Even though she is a man. He would be housed in a woman's he, prison. Yeah, yeah. He, he, she, whatever. <laughs> she's he's not recognized as a transgender in Russia. They don't recognize transgender, so he's he's in a men's prison. Well, it's because Russia. I mean Russian would probably tell you he has Bigleberries. Yeah, he has a member or he has a male sex organs. Organ. So yeah. makes sense. I mean, wouldn't want to have, you know, men Males mixed up with women. Men. Exactly. Criminals, especially. Yeah, right. So he is in a men's prison in Russia, and I have, I've seen documentaries on those. They're not nice. <laughs> like Russian prisons are probably one of the worst in the world. Wow. And honestly, I hope Brittany Griner rots in there for ten years. Have you ever heard anybody go to a prison anywhere and say it was really nice? No. If I go to prison, I'm going to have a bad time. If you go to prison, you're going to have a bad time. Yes, well, but the prisons in the United States are like the Beverly Hilton. Of prisons. Okay, that's a point there. Uh, prisons abroad are notoriously shitty, but yes, my point is it's doesn't it's matter. Prison. It doesn't right. matter what you identify as. It's going to be as shitty for you as it's going to be for anybody else. If you're mentally ill and people don't like you, it might be a little bit shittier. Yes, but is that does that mean that you don't need to be held accountable according to that country's laws? No. This is just the corruption is crazy to me. Although that law is pretty harsh. 
Yeah, but it's Russia, so they can choose whatever they want for laws. I mean, yeah, we don't get to decide what their laws are. Yeah, and <laughs> like I said, I'm all for cannabis, but you know, when you traffic something that is obviously illegal and you don't look into it, bother looking into it, or you're so arrogant to think that you're not going to get caught, take your chances. I guess that's what you get. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the response there, if any. I hope uh, Russia just laughs. Just like, I can't take really? them seriously. Yeah. It's like, hello. Um, Even though, you know, as far as trades go, he did offer something that Russia would be hard-pressed to say no to. Maybe. maybe. And, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know much about this person there other than... Depends on, their, depends on their value that Russia sees. And Russia might just be like, we don't want that crook. Right. You know? Who knows? We keep him. Yeah. Um... It's got to be a weird conversation, though. Like, Russia... I feel, if I were Russia, I'd be like... Um, you want what? <laughs> that like, would be what I would do. Send me information on the Ukraine bio labs you funded, and we will give you the girl. Or boy. We will give you the boy. Send us more information on your bio labs, and we will send you the man. Ooh, that's a good leveraging point. Russia could always say, you come clean with the bio labs, and we will give you the boy. <laughs> yeah. Do it on national public television. <laughs> I know I'm not very good with Give the Give the power back to the people of your country. Uh, yes, this mine's coming out like Middle Eastern. I'll stop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to make this fun. <laughs> it's no doom and gloom here tonight with Vince Nandria. <laughs> yeah, Vladimir Putin's from India now. We will give you him back. All right. Um... <laughs> Boris Johnson resigned, but he is tipped to become the next Secretary General of NATO, the Telegraph reported. How do you like that? I saw that. That's a strange move, don't you think? Um, I, think I mean, we know he's a globalist, and he's yeah. being replaced by other globalists, so it's really not that surprising. Just a reorder but... of the globalist goons. Yeah. That's, I think, what they're doing. I think they're moving people around uh, the board, and that's really kind of all this equates to, but yeah. Weird. Um, yeah, Allie D said, "Is that is she a dude? I thought they were gay woman and donated five lemon. Thank you, Allie D." Um, no, he's a dude. I thought it was a dude. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. She um, is a he. He's uh, or what is it? She's. Oh, a... you know what? I just thought of something. Yeah. Back to the Boris Johnson thing. It, it <laughs> when he was resigning or telling everybody that he was resigning as the prime minister. Yeah. Um, didn't he go all be back like Arnold Schwarzenegger? Mm -hmm. I think I remember hearing that. Boris, Boris? Johnson. I'll be back. Yeah. Oh, God. I'll be back. I don't remember that. But that's funny. <laughs> or something along those lines. I know it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger line. I just don't remember which one it was. But I was like. <laughs> was it oh, no, it was Asta La Vista Baby. That's what it was. Never mind. Really? Oh, yeah. He was like Asta La Vista Baby. <laughs> don't work. I know, so that's why I chuckled when I heard about this, because, really? What a dork. He's straight out of a movie. He's like, he reminds me of the dude from Dumb and Dumber. with the super Yes, dude. yes. <laughs> with the, the drives the dog van? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, kind of real <laughs> slow, or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Boris, you're... You're a terrible globalist, man. Boris Nader is what John says. <laughs> um, oh, Lord. 
All right, I'm going to skip around here a little bit. Um, whistleblowers say the FBI pressured and incentivized agents to classify cases as domestic terrorism. This is reported by Breaking 911. According to the article, um, the FBI was incentivized to look at cases that weren't necessarily terrorism and pretty much identify them as such in order to push a certain agenda. Um, yep. Which makes me, which makes the question: Is the FBI actually the terrorists? They are. I because think they that's are. inciting terror. That's um, manipulative and creepy. And they're, they've been involved in all of these conspiracies. It's very concerning. I hope that's not the case. But is the FBI a perpetrator of this crazy unfolding global conspiracy? Probably. And uh, well, there was a report that came out the other day that said they were suppressing information about Hunter Biden, and they were. Yeah changing information to make it seem not as bad as it was and yeah they're um in fact there was that letter that i think grassley received from or information he received from whistleblowers that prompted a letter that he wrote to members of congress they need to and be so, dismantled they do they absolutely do we so need to uh start over. jim if you're listening please let your boss know that we demand you all step down immediately and Just stop, now, Jim. stop the aiding of the illegitimate occupiers of this country. We'd appreciate it. Thank you. Sincerely, the American people. Sincerely, the Red Pill Project people. <laughs> these are, we, we've got our own <laughs> these are not necessarily the ideas of the Red Pill Project, but are my <laughs> <own>. <laughs> The views. <laughs> Although, ask Josh. He might agree. I don't know. Um... Corruption. So this is interesting. NPR, they're kind of changing their tune here. NPR is one of the shittiest news organizations. National Public Radio. It is nationalized, which means it's state run. State run. Their funding is just straight from the globalists and statists Mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, And they're reporting, and they're. I listen to some of their interviews, and I listen to some of their things occasionally, maybe once a month if I'm driving. I'll listen just to hear. Oh, it's always trash, man. You're brave. <laughs> they say the stupidest stuff, but uh, they do report some facts once in a while. Um, back when the witch hunt started with uh, Donald Trump, I was traveling a lot, and I would listen to them. I'd listen to NPR about the whole Russia collusion and the original witch hunt with Donald Trump, and that really woke me up more than I had been woke awake prior even though it was the fake news. And I would listen to it with um, a grain of salt. I'm not an idiot, so I would listen to it, but I knew it was bullshit just because you could look at the actual facts and tell, which is probably why a lot of us are awake now. The blatant lies over and over and over again. But look at this that came out by from NPR. It's an interesting article here. Corruption concerns involving Ukraine are revived as the war with Russia drags on. Interesting. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky's dismissal of senior officials is casting an inconvenient light on an issue that the Biden administration has largely ignored since the outbreak of war with Russia, Ukraine's history of rampant corruption and shaky governance. As it presses ahead with providing tens of billions of dollars in military, economic, and direct financial support aid to Ukraine, and it encourages its allies to do the same, the Biden administration is now once again grappling with longstanding worries about Ukraine's suitability as a recipient of massive infusions of American aid. 
those issues would date back decades and were not a significant part of former President Donald Trump's first impeachment had been largely pushed to the back burner in the immediate run-up to Russia's invasion and during the first months of the conflict as the U.S. and its partners rallied in Ukraine's defense. But Zelensky's weekend firings of his top persecutor, intelligence chief, and other senior officials have resurfaced those concerns and may have inadvertently given fresh attention to allegations of high-level corruption in Kiev made by one outspoken U.S. lawmaker. It's a delicate issue for the Biden administration. I wonder why. Probably because they're involved Hmm. with billions in aid flowing to Ukraine. The White House continues to make the case for supporting Zelensky's government to an American public increasingly focused on domestic issues like high gas prices and inflation. High-profile supporters of Ukraine and both parties also want to avoid a backlash that could make it more difficult to pass future aid packages. Of course they do because they can't launder money if they do that. And this is the corruption here. High-profile mm-hmm. supporters in both parties. Okay, yep. NPR. You mean rhinos and Democrats. Okay, we got it. We got you. We're following. Anyway, it's interesting that they reported this half-truth here with their bullshit propaganda sprinkled in the details. But yep. nonetheless, uh, people are waking up, and the corruption's there, so much so that it's being reported on NPR. Pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it goes to show you the level of... Um, the level of what I'm looking for, I'm sorry, my mind just drew a blank. Corruption. Transparency that you have oh. um, when places like NPR are having to report the actual truth because yep. it is so transparently obvious that the corruption is there that you can't ignore it. Yes. Like the only way, I mean, you ignore it and people are, you're going to lose all legitimacy. I mean, they've lost most of it as it is, but and this, they have to maintain some kind of legitimacy. And this is thanks to programs like this, decentralized yeah. platforms, because it forces them to be accountable because they will get huge backlash because people will be able to spot the truth, just like I did yeah. years ago when I started listening to them and trying to figure out, you know, what's going on with Trump? What's this whole Trump thing? And I heard the BS and I dug and dug and dug and here we are but i think a lot of news agencies were going to see this and i i saw this earlier today and this i had this thought news agencies are going to start reporting the truth reporting the truth and pretending that they aren't involved or complicit with this whole new world order agenda tricking the public pushing the jab murdering and killing people uh, essentially through this genocide they're going to pretend they're not complicit and they're going to start just reporting the truth and they're walking uh, a real thin line that is definitely for sure yeah they're gonna they're gonna well, try to cover their tracks and what oh no we've always been like this whatever yeah well if we didn't know it was like that we didn't know that was happening but due to our investigative journalism skills yeah uh you know the thing about it is is if you get you know new viewers and as people share these episodes and share these shows not just our shows even though they are the best but other other shows out there and stuff then you know if somebody sees something and hears something they're like oh well that's an interesting take on something even if it's just somebody's opinion mm-hmm. it might it might just be the one thing that clicks that goes oh that's interesting that, that doesn't sound right maybe i should look into that and they start looking into stuff and then they start seeing all this propaganda and you know as that happens, 
the news media looks more and more fake as time goes on. And so the more that this information gets out there and gets shared with people, the more exposure that we get, the more truth we spread, the more those news outlets look illegitimate. Yeah, it brings and a lot of accountability to the table. Exactly. And you know, and the thing about it is, is that we're not trained professionals. We're not trained journalists. Vince and I didn't go to four years of journalism school and get our degree in journalism and anything. We're just normal people out there that are wanting to share the truth that want to save their country. You know, um, same thing with Josh. We're people that have common sense. We have people that can distinguish bullshit from truth and want to share it. And so you don't have to always be and that's where the news media has gone wrong, I think, is that they, they treat us like we're nothing. Um, and people are tired of the bullshit. Just because you have a four-year degree in journalism well, we threaten mean you their multi, the truth. We threaten their billion multi-billion dollar yeah. industry, which is mm-hmm. crooked and corrupt, so they don't like that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, we bring people the truth at a much, much lower cost. Exactly. You know, it doesn't cost much for us to, you know, for us to deliver the truth to you. Yeah, right. We don't we don't have six figure salaries. Right. We don't need a multi-million dollar budget to roll something out like CNN Plus. We'll we'll make it happen with a shoestring budget and uh, not have to support some uh, some duct tape, some cat five wires. Pharmaceutical companies. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Guess what they found being smuggled in South America, according Ooh. to um, what? Zero Hedge. I don't Drug runners keep getting caught with uranium. That's an interesting thing to smuggle now, isn't it? Yeah, I wanted to definitely get jo- this on Josh's radar and uh, have him put it together, but I think uh, we all kind of could extrapolate this a little bit. And it's that weapons are being smuggled everywhere, including South America. Do you know what you know what uranium's um, biggest use I believe is for is for Glow nuclear sticks. weapons. What? Nuclear weapons? Yes. Did you say lipstick? Glow sticks. Oh glow sticks. <laughs> I think it's lipstick and I was like, wait a minute, what? I'm like, I don't wear lipstick, so I don't know. <laughs> Sticks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nuclear. It's nuclear. Uh, nuclear weapons. warheads. Yeah. Nuclear weapon uh, ingredient. I don't know or whatever. It's yeah, I don't know exactly what they do with it, and I don't know how the process is made because I'm not a chemist or anything like that. Even though apparently I'm a biologist because I know what a woman is. Yikes. But, so um, we have a couple other things happening here with the war happening. Uh, Kiev is threatening to attack Russia. Russia, apparently, according to Kiev, has uh, taken over one of their largest power plants today, officially, and so that's occurring. Of course, we've sent more weaponry and money to Ukraine, so they're probably going to utilize that to attack back, attack Russia, uh, which is weird, because they said they weren't, you know, and I just really thought they'd keep They promised us. They pinky pinky promised. They pinky promised, yeah. And, you know, when that happens, if they do that, um, the ones that are going to get the retaliation are not just Ukraine, no, but the United States as well for supplying them. This isn't good. 
Well, I'm going to end it there, you guys. We'll uh, cut it off, uh, cut it here, and uh, carry on with our evenings. I do want to say thank you so much for tuning in to the Red Pills uh, Daily Dose. Uh, we'll be back again tomorrow, same bat place, same bat time. But before that, we'll be uh, live in the morning to cover the news. Andrea and I on our show, Morning Coffee, on all these channels. Check it out. Uh, it will be at huh? I said you don't want to miss it. It's a good time. It's fun. It's great, and we uh, get the sand out of our eyes and drink our first couple of cups of coffee together. It's a good time. So tune into that at eight thirty a.m. Pacific, eleven thirty a.m. Eastern. And uh, we will be happy to see you there. Please join us on socialredpill.com if you haven't already. If you want to support decentralized news and media, please visit our Gives and Go campaign, redpills.tv slash go. We appreciate that. And quick shout outs to everybody who donated. Castle Drummer, what's up, Vince? What's up, Castle Drummer? Good to see you. Thank you for the cookie. The cookie. Yay, three ice cream. Thank you so much. Yay. Yes. Allie donated five lemon thank you um sexy dad 77 gifted a cookie i for one am very thankful you do what you do and others like you thank you sexy dad 77 we appreciate it we are thankful for you uh supporting the show and listening we greatly appreciate it uh i'm your huckleberry too (laughs) just followed thank you for following enjoy the show um If you're not already a part, like I said, join our social private social network. Say hello. Josh is over there. I'm over there. Andrea's over there. Share anything political, non-political, personal, not personal. You could be anonymous on there, not censored. So join us. Thank you for following. Yeah. And Princess Lee ate, donated two ice cream. Uh, thank, thank you very you. much. So with that said, Andrea, thank you so much. I appreciate you, everything you do, and all your input on everything and helping me uh, better myself and understand what the hell's going on and uh, uncovering this and digging with you is yeah. really a privilege. I'm enjoying it so much. So thank you for joining me tonight. Thank you. I, I agree. appreciate it. To know to all of that. Yeah. Do you have anything to leave the people with for tonight? You know, I would just, uh, I just want to tell all the campers, I hope you have a good time. I wish I could be there with you. I know Vince does too. Um, so enjoy yourselves um and to josh you deserve the vacation so i hope you have a blast with your kiddos and the red pill family members that are there so enjoy yourselves and just know we're with you in spirit (laughs) absolutely you guys enjoy it shout out to nate and josh and all the red pill family camping uh uh, they're gonna have some some great uh people joining them i'm 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 sad but um my husband has to work and there's not much I can do about that so here I am there's and I get other, to do this with you so there will be other opportunities so sure. thank you everybody take care uh, make sure you hit those plus signs and rumbles and share this and all of that subscribe to our audio podcast we appreciate it we'll see you soon or we'll see you even sooner if you join the social network take care have a great day God bless bye guys Thank <laughs> you.